We're now going to spend some time meditating on God's Word and see what God has to speak to us today through His Word. If you have your Bibles open, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9. I'm going to read this for you uh, from the New International Version. I'll read it first and then I'll read it one more time. When I read this verse the second time, I ask that you read along with me. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is Ramalia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Can we read this verse together? I'll read it for you now. And as I read, please read along with me. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 9. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Ramalia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Amen. If you have a pen or if you're on the Bible app, please underline the second part of the verse that says, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Please underline the second part of the verse because I'm going to share with you from the second part of the verse where it says, if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. In this passage, we see the Bible is talking about stand, standing firm in our faith. If you look at faith, faith is the fuel of our Christian life. Life in Christ is lived 100% by faith. You see, we worship God day after day. Sunday after Sunday, we gather and worship God and we are committed to God. But none of us have seen God physically. Have we seen? No, we haven't. But we still worship God because by faith we believe He exists. By faith we believe He has saved us. By faith we believe His word is true. So if you look at all of our Christian life, it is all built on faith. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7, For we live by faith, not by sight. Now Paul, speaking by experience, says we live by faith and not by sight because he knew what it meant to live the Christian life. And he knew for sure that Christian life is lived absolutely on faith. Lived absolutely on faith. You see, we are going through a season where our faith is challenged. We see the disease spreading. Government has ordered a lockdown to contain this virus. And as a result, you know, on the other side, people have lost their jobs. Some have lost their regular incomes. People are, you know, th there's a lot of crisis that's happening. One side, bills are increasing. The, our obligations to pay bills are increasing. Government has said that the loans will be deferred for three months. But later we came to know that the interest will still be charged. So basically, we hope that there will be some relief, but it is not really a relief at all because at the end of the day, we end up paying much, much higher cost for you know, putting off our loan or our commitments. I'm not doing any political commentary here, but I want you to understand something. There is a situation that we are walking through. There's a crisis in our life today, in our world today. And when we look at the situation that we are going through, these are challenging times. These are times when our faith is tested. These are times when our faith is pushed to the limits. Slowly, doubts will start creeping into our mind. And sometimes we may begin to feel hopeless about the future because life feels so uncertain. 
And sometimes we may also feel as if God has failed us. But what we need to understand is that even in times when our faith is challenged, even when it's easy to embrace doubts and throw faith out of our life, we must remember that no matter how difficult the situation can be, it is important for us to remain strong in our faith. Because we live by faith. We don't live by the doubts we have. We don't somehow survive. But we take every step by faith. And in tough times when we leave our faith or when we you know, put our faith aside, what will happen to us is that we will begin to fall apart in our spiritual life. There is an interesting incident in this passage in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 9. And I want you to direct your attention to that. Isaiah chapter 7 verse 9, the second part of it, is, second part of it says, If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. God speaks through Isaiah the prophet to the king of Judah here in the context. Now, God is telling the king of Judah that if you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. If you read the same passage in the message translation, it puts it this way that if you do not take a stand in your faith, you won't have a leg to stand on. I want you to understand this carefully. If you do not take your stand in faith, you won't have a leg to stand on. I'm going somewhere with this passage and I want you to carefully come along with me. It is so often easy to give up our faith and embrace doubts. But what we may fail to understand is that when we give up our faith, we are, we are also giving the very foundation on which our life is built. We are giving up the very thing on which we are standing. It is easy for our faith to be strong when all things are working well. But in tough times, how we believe and the faith that we have really matters. If you look at the context of this passage and if you see what was happening here, there were three kings, king of Syria, king of Israel, and the king of Judah. And what happened here is that the king of Syria and the king of Israel team up together. And they both come against king of Judah. Now, by this time when Isaiah speaks these words of prophecy, Israel was divided into two. One was Judah, one tribe Judah became a separate nation and Israel, the rest of the tribes became a separate nation. So king of Syria, king of Israel team up together. They come against the king of Judah. But God speaks to Isaiah the prophet and he asks Isaiah to give the king of Judah this message. If you turn with me to Isaiah chapter, five, Isaiah chapter 7 verse 5 to 9, this is what we read. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 5 to 9. It says like this, Yes, the kings of Syria and Israel are plotting against him, saying, We will attack Judah and capture it for ourselves. So we see what's happening here. Two kings coming against one king to attack him and destroy him. So that is what their plan was. But God had a different plan. In verse 7, God says like this, But this is what the sovereign Lord says. This invasion will never happen. It will never take place. Verse 8, for Syria is no stronger than its capital, Damascus, and Damascus is no stronger than its king, Rezin. As for Israel, within 65 years, it will be crushed and completely destroyed. In verse 9, God says, Israel is no stronger than its capital, Samaria, and Samaria is no, no stronger than its king. 
Pekah, son of Remaliah. And here's an important thing that God says. Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. I hope you're coming along with me. Maybe you lost some connection here and there. And you felt like, you know, pastor is saying something that I'm not getting today. Come along with me. Pay careful attention. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure you'll understand this passage. Because there's something very important that we can learn here. In the situation that we're going through. There's a problem here. Let me repeat this. There's a problem here. The king of Syria and king of Israel are plotting against Judah. But in verse 7, God says, this will never happen. It will never take place. So one side we see the enemy plotting destruction. But on the other side, we see God saying that their plan will not be successful. And in verse 9, God reminds the king of Judah saying, unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. I hope you got that. Let me repeat this one more time. There's a problem, but God has given a solution. And God reminds, saying, unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. Now, it's very important for us to understand why God says this statement. Unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand. You see, this word of prophecy is regarding an event that is going to happen in the future. God says that the king of Syria and Israel, Israel will not be able to destroy Judah. So what God has done is that God has already declared the end result of the war. End result of the war is already declared. In other words, other words God has said that Judah will not be destroyed. Judah will not be invaded. God has declared the end result. The challenge here right now is for the king of Judah to believe in this word and the promise that God has given. Is to now believe in the word of promise and the word that God has given. There's something really important to understand in this passage and also something to understand the way in which God works. God has spoken about the event that is going to happen in the future. God has already spoken about the outcome. God has already spoken about what will happen in the future. Now, what God is asking is for the king to stand firm in his faith. To stand firm in his faith. We have to understand this. That even if the king of Judah, Ahaz, fails to have his trust in God fails to have his faith in God, it is not going to affect the way God is going to work. There are certain promises in the Bible that it's not conditional. For example, if you look at the Israelites, when God brought them out of Egypt, God said, I'm going to take you into the promised land. Did God do that? Of course, God took them to the promised land. They reached the promised land eventually. And the Bible makes it very clear that all of God's promises to Israel were fulfilled. So no matter what people can do in between, or maybe even if people lose their faith on God in between, God still keeps his word. Now, this is a situation that is very similar to that. God has already dec decreed the victory. It is going to happen. But what God tells the king is, stand firm in your faith. Because there is something that happens when we stand firm in our faith. You see, by the time we get to the point of victory... If we do not have faith in our hearts, if we do not have faith in our life, then we will be filled with worries and anxieties. See, God knows what will happen 10 years from now. And God has already ordained his good things for you, his plan for you. 
And what we are called to do is we have to trust in him for that time. We have to believe in him. But if we choose not to believe in God, if we do not put our faith in God, what will happen is that by the time we get to the point where we really see the victory that God is giving, if we do not have faith in our lives, we will be filled with worries, we will be filled with anxieties, we will be going crazy in our life. God will do what he is supposed to do. God will fulfill his promise. But the journey to get to that point, if we do not have faith, then we will become really, really weak. Our heart will be filled with worries. You see, even if God were to do something spectacular in your life, you still won't be able to see that because your heart is filled with so much of worries. But at the same time, if your heart is filled with so much of faith on God, when God does something, you'll be able to praise him. You'll be excited about what God is doing. But if there is no faith, then we will not be able to stand. We will start running to people for help. Whereas God has already worked out solutions in our life. I hope you're able to understand this passage. When we have faith, it affects how we experience the victory. When we have faith in God, it affects how we experience the blessing that simply comes from believing in God. You see, if you turn with me to John chapter 20, verse 29, this is something, this is an incident that happens where Jesus, after he rose up from the grave, rose up from the dead, he goes and makes his appearance to disciples. But out of all the 12 disciples, there was one disciple who said, I will not believe until I touch and see him. And Jesus tells Thomas that because you have seen me and have believed, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. What does Jesus say? Blessed are those who have not yet seen and yet have believed. You see, when we look at our future, it may seem hopeless to us, but the truth is God has already ordained something for us. And if we live by faith, if we put our trust and hope in the Lord, what will happen is that hopelessness will change and then we will also experience the blessing that just comes out of believing in God. You see, our faithlessness will not change the way God is going to work. If God has planned to do something, it will surely happen. But if our life is without faith, then it changes how we experience that victory. So for the king of Judah, God says, stand firm in your faith. Because if he doesn't stand firm in his faith, he won't be able to experience or see the victory or the blessing that comes through what God will give. But in this process, when we fail to have faith in God and embrace doubts, embrace fear and worries, what will happen is even though God is going to change the situation, we will somehow still feel hopeless. We will somehow feel anxious. We will somehow feel filled with worries. Even our blood pressure will start shooting up because we are bothered by a lot of things around us. Understand again that it is not that God is not doing anything. God is doing his work. But because there is a lack of faith, we are unable to stand in our spiritual life. That is why God, that is why God tells the king of Judah, Ahas, unless your faith is firm, I cannot make you stand firm. The question we have to ask ourselves is, when we walk through challenging times, 
how is our faith? Are we still able to walk by faith? We must ask ourselves these questions because the moment faith goes out of our, out of our life, even if God does something radical, it won't seem like a miracle at all. It won't seem like God doing it at all. We will be thinking, what's the big deal? We will even think that what happened in our life, the way things worked out, might be just another coincidence. Church, we must understand this, that the end of our lives the situation, the outcome, everything is planned out by God. God knows what is going to happen. God has already decreed it. And it is our job to believe in God and trust in Him. Because He will do what He has already spoken. See, when you have hope in God, when you trust in God, you will enjoy the outcome of what God is doing. But when you do not have faith in God, you will be living in fear every day. You'll be living in anxiety every day. Even though God is going to do it for you, you will be living in fear and anxiety every day. If you read Psalm 126 verse 1, it says like this, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. We were like those who dreamed. Now this is a passage who, where the exiles talk about how they felt when they came out of their exile in Babylon. When Israel was in exile, they must have, you know, wondered that they must, they must have thought that one day God is going to change our situation. That one day God will help them see their land again. And God makes it happen. And how do they describe it? They say, when God restored, we were like those who dreamed. See, when you look at your life today, it may not seem like anything you wanted to be at this age and at this stage of life. In fact, your life is much different from what you imagined, imagined it to be. See, five to ten years ago, you thought at this age, at this stage of life, I should be doing this and this. I should accomplish certain things in my life. Uh, and now that you are in this stage and you look at your life, nothing of what you have planned has come to pass. And in times like these, it will be very easy to lose our faith in God. It will be very easy to become weak in our faith in God. And sometimes we will even find it very challenging to believe in God. But in these moments, it is really crucial to keep our faith strong in God and believe. Because when we believe, we will be able to stand firm in the toughest times. Amen. When you believe, you'll be able to stand firm no matter what comes against your life. For example, let me talk about the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. If you look at the story of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, these were three men who boldly went into the fire. They, they demonstrated that God is able to rescue them. Now, I was thinking about this story and I just wanted to see it from a different perspective. And I was thinking, what if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were filled with fear when they saw the fire? First, they must have, I'm just imagining this. I want you to come along with me. First, when the king Nebuchadnezzar asked them to bow, he, they didn't bow down. And they would have said bold statements. Oh, our God is able to protect us. We will not bow down to any other God except the God, our Yahweh. They must have say, said all these statements. And once the king is now angry, he heats up the fire. He heats up the flame seven more times. And if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had seen the fire and thought, Oh my, good Lord, what am I going to do? How are we going to survive? You know, first it was, it, was, it was hot and now it is really, really, really hot. 
they must have thought that what if fear had come into their lives at that time see in god's perspective god had a plan to use them to demonstrate that he is the true god but if if shadrach meshach and abednego were filled with fear about the fire you know what will happen even before they go into the fire they will most likely die out of fear remember this it's not that god is not able to protect them god is able to do that god knows what will happen and what god requires of us is that stand firm in your faith if you believe continue believing if you have faith continue having continue put, to put your faith in god because faith is what will carry you through many times we lose opportunities out of fear we know what god wants us to do but we are filled with so much of fear that we are unable to do one thing properly there are many times we lose many situations many opportunities out of lack of faith even if god were to do it right before our eyes we choose to doubt and live in that doubts rather than to believe god is already doing something when god calls you it is your job to believe and it is your job to just put your faith in god and god will continue to lead you when god brought israel out of egypt he told them clearly that he will take them into the promised land but you see many died on the way in fact the generation that came out of egypt all of them died except joshua and caleb they didn't see the promised land why because they grumbled they complained and even they they wanted to go back to egypt they failed to believe in god 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 got angry with them so much that he poured out his judgment on them that they lost their lives in the wilderness but for rest of israel you see god fulfilled the promise that he gave many times what we forget is is that it is god's job to lead us we forget that it is god's job to provide for our needs many times we forget that it is god's job to take care of us somehow this thought creeps into our mind that now somehow i have to you know make this happen all by myself make this happen all by myself look at proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 what does it say trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding our job is to trust god that's all god is not asking you to do anything spectacular he's not asking you to do he's not asking you to cross seven mountains all he is doing is trust in him all he's asking you to do is just trust in him because when you trust god you will be able to experience the victory and you will be able to receive the blessing that just comes out of believing in god when we lose our faith we will not be able to stand firm when you lose your faith even your prayers will become weak when you lose your faith you will begin to wonder what is the point of believing in god i believe god wants to remind you through his word this evening saying just believe just believe just have faith in god because it will be just as god has already decreed about your future god has a purpose for your future it will be accomplished god will bring it to pass your job and my job in all of that is to just believe in god is to put our faith and our trust in him isaiah chapter 7 verse 9 god speaks to the king of judah saying if you do not stand firm in your faith you will not stand at all there was a reason why god said this you see when you put your faith in god when you stand your faith stand firm in your faith in god a few things will happen to us 
first thing that faith will enable us to be is that faith will enable us to be more dependent on God. When God asks us to stand firm in our faith and when we stand firm in our faith, the result of that will be we will become more dependent on God. That is what true faith does. It enables you to be fully dependent on God. If you look at the life of Simon Peter in John chapter 6 verse 68, he says these famous words, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of life. In other words, Simon Peter understood there is no one other than Jesus who can speak and give the words of life like the way he does. No one other than Jesus. And if you look at the life of Simon Peter, he was fully dependent on God. When you look at a person who has faith, even in your personal lives, when you have strong faith in God, it will lead you to a point where you will be completely dependent on God. And when you are dependent on God, it will make everything easier. When you are dependent on God, it will make the challenges that you are facing easier to bear. The hardships that you are facing will be easier to handle when you are dependent on God. That is what faith does. True faith always makes you dependent on God. So let's say you're going through through a tough situation. Let's say you're walking through a challenging situation. In that situation, if all you can do is just believe in God, believe in God, believe in God, what will happen is it will make you more dependent on Him. But on the, on the contrary, if you're going through a tough situation and choose to go on your own terms, you know what will happen? You'll be filled with so much of worries, so much of anxiety, that you won't even be able to sleep at night. Because the moment you sit down to rest, Thoughts of failure, hopelessness will start flooding your mind. But when your life is filled with faith, when you're standing firm in your faith, what will happen is you will say, God, no matter what I'm going through, I give it into your hands. I give it into your hands. You look at this life of Psalmist, Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not lack anything. He makes me lie down in green pastures. You see what God does when you're dependent on him, he calms you down. You see what God does? When you, when you trust in Him, He takes all those worries, all those fears away and He says, it's going to be alright. Many times as, as, as God's children, we don't really understand who our God is. Our God is the one who knows the end from the beginning. He can repeat everything that's going to happen every day of your life in reverse. He can start from what will happen in, when you're 60 years old. He can say what will happen in, when you're 58 years old. He knows every minute, every second, every detail of your life. It is all planned in his book. Psalmist says, God, that my days are ordained in your book. In other words, God has ordained every stage of our life. Maybe you've written an exam and are waiting for a result. Maybe you have applied for a job, waiting for an answer from the company. Whatever you are trying to do, whatever you're doing, God has already ordained something. Maybe you are looking for someone for marriage and you're not able to find and you're worried, God, am I going to be single all my life? God has already ordained it for you, already ordained an amazing person for you. What it takes is just believe, just believe. Now, even if you choose not to believe, God will still bring it to pass. And many times the tragedy is, when you do not believe, when God brings it to pass, you'll just dismiss it away. I don't know. You'll just think of it as a coincidence. But when you live by faith, when you stand firm in your faith, 
when god brings the right person into your life you'll be like this is what i've been waiting for and this is the lord's doing faith in god will make you stand firm and what we see as the first point here is that faith in god will make you more dependent on him dependency is everything church i can't stress enough on this i've spoken about this to you many a times it matters a lot the more dependent we are the more we will be able to be at rest we will rejoice in god rejoice in his presence amen the second point about faith is this the reason why god says have faith unless you stand firm in your faith you will not stand the reason why god says is this faith destroys the plans of the enemy faith destroys the plans of the enemy just as god has a plan for you the enemy also has an alternate plan for you and if god has a plan for you to prosper the enemy has a plan for you to be destroyed and jesus makes it very clear that he comes to that the devil comes to steal kill and destroy and he is always you know targeting your life seeing how can he put more worries into you how can he cause faithlessness he will always be looking for opportunities to make you stop praying he'll always be looking for those opportunities but when you have faith in god when you have faith in god what it does is that it destroys the plans of the enemy if you turn with me to ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 ephesians chapter 6 verse 16 it says like this in addition to all this take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one look at what it says take up what take up what the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one see if if i was just imagining it this way if if this word had said if this ephesians 6:16 had said you know offer this this to the lord give this much of offerings to the lord to you know keep all the arrows of the enemy away we would have get gladly done that you know we look okay, here god i'll do this for you i'll give this for you but what god is saying is simple take up the shield of faith in other words stand firm in your faith and you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one because the faith that you have in god is a shield which will extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one the enemy is always after your life that is why when you wake up in the morning all of a sudden all of a sudden you begin to feel hopeless when you wake up in the morning all of a sudden you're like oh look at my life look at them look at this boy look at this girl this this person they are so much better they're doing so well but look at me where am i what am i doing how is my life we always have these thoughts running on in our hearts we have these thoughts in our mind that i'm hopeless now you may think it's normal you may think that oh it's just you know it's my habit that i think depressing thoughts let me tell you something the truth is it 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 was another arrow from the enemy that you failed to identify it was another arrow from the enemy but if you can understand that the enemy is coming against you and if you can understand that i need to stand firm in my faith when he comes against you with those flaming arrows it will not be able to affect you there are so many of you who are living a peaceless life there's no peace in your heart and some of you try to sleep or some of you try to consume some 
intoxicating drink to forget your pain. So many of you are struggling without peace and you're wondering, how can I handle this? I believe God is speaking to you specifically, saying, stand firm in your faith because faith will destroy the arrows of the evil one. It will extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. The enemy is always after families, always after those who believe and trust in God. If you have been facing turmoil in your life, if there is no peace in your homes, remember, your faith has grown weak. When you keep your faith strong, there will be a cordial relationship between the husband and wife. When your faith is strong, there will be a joy in the house. Test where your faith is today. Are you standing firm in your faith? If you're standing firm in your faith, then you'll be able to overcome every evil arrows of the enemy. That's what faith does. And that's why God says, you know, stand firm in your faith. Stand firm in your faith to the king of Judah. The third thing that faith does is this. Faith will enable you to be grateful. When you stand firm in your faith, it will enable you to be grateful. This is something that I've realized. When you stand firm in your faith, it will enable you to be grateful for all that God has done in your life so far. When you have faith in God, it will rekindle your memories of the past and remind you of all that God has done for you in the past. But on the contrary, if you do not have faith in God, if you do not put your faith in God, it will be very difficult for you to be grateful. Even though you may have the best of the best, even though you have everything that you need, even though you have all of that, you'll be like, oh, what's the point? You know, you'll, you'll, be, you'll, you'll, you'll be a person without gratitude. You'll look at the very blessing that God has given you and you'll be like, oh, what's, what's the big deal with this? There's nothing great to this one. But when you have faith, you'll be reminded of all the past memories, all the ways in which God has led you this far. And when you have faith in God, it will enable you to be grateful for all the ways in which God has led you. And gratefulness does something. Gratefulness will remind you that God has done this in the past. And he can do it again in your life, in your life. You know, nowadays when I look at the bills in our church, I'm like, God, how am I going to take care of all this? And one thing that God often reminds me is this. Look back at the past year. Look at the year before that. Look at the year when you came to Mangalore. God asks, have I led you through every month, through every year? Of course he has done. And God reminds me once again that even now I will continue to lead you. Even now I'll continue to lead you. See, when you have faith in God, you'll be reminded of the past work of God. And when you're reminded and when you're grateful, you say, God, I, th I thank you so much for doing this in my life. What it also enables you to understand is that if he did it in the past, he can do it once again in my life. If you look at this psalm, Psalm 30, verse 11 to 12, psalmist says, You have turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. If you read this verse, if you study this passage, you'll understand that psalmist asked for something specific. It hasn't happened yet, but he still chooses to praise God, saying, You have turned my wailing into dancing. In other words, he knew 
God has done this for me in the past. He has delivered me in the past. And he will continue to do that in the future. He knew that God will continue to lead him in the future. He does not have to worry about what, what's going to happen. All he has to do is have faith in God. And faith in God will enable you to be grateful. Faith in God will enable you to be grateful. And in turn, that will lead you to a point where you will remember that God has led you this far and he will lead you in the future as well. I don't know where your life might be today. I don't know what thoughts you may be battling. I don't know what you may be walking through, but I believe God wants to speak to you through his word. I believe God wants to remind you once again that your life is not over it. There are so many times you find it very easy to give up your faith. So many times you find it very easy to, you know, put your trust on man. I, I believe God is speaking to us loud and clear saying, stop trusting in people around you. What can they do? What can they do? I believe God is speaking to us saying that he has already prepared a great plan for you in the future. And the truth is God's plan will come to fulfillment. No one can stop it. It will come to fulfillment. But as we journey to that, as we you know, go through that, as we reach that point of blessing, what God says is have faith. Stand firm in your faith. Because if you do not stand firm, you will fall apart somewhere. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you cannot grow in a relationship with God. The Bible says it clearly that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Without faith, it's impossible to even worship God. And if you lose your faith, you will lose the very ground on which you stand. When you lose your faith, you will fail to be dependent on God. When you lose your faith, you will not be able to stand against the plans of the enemy. Some of you are losing every time. Some of you are falling into every temptation. Some of you are falling into so many situation that comes to you, you're wondering, God, how can I overcome? God says, stand firm in your faith. Because when you take up that shield of faith, you will be able to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one. Wherever your life is, I want you to understand that God has something greater in store for you. And what God wants you to do today is stand firm in your faith. When you stand firm in your faith, you will truly be able to survive even the most dangerous or life-threatening situation. You will be able to overcome anything. And you will be able to see the victory and experience the victory that comes from the presence of the Lord. Faith will enable you to be dependent. Maybe your faith has grown weak and you're reminded once again that I need to you know, really build my faith in God. I believe the Lord is speaking to you through His Word. I believe God wants to change certain things in your life today. He wants to change the way you see life. He wants to change the circumstances. Look unto the Lord and say, God, strengthen me, O Lord. Strengthen me, Master. Take away the doubts. Take away the faithlessness. Father, I doubt everything. Father, I doubt everything that comes in my way. I look at my life and I wonder if it will ever happen. God, help me to know that our existence is by faith and nothing else. 
help us to remember that without faith we cannot serve you and god help us to live by faith we look unto you jesus we look unto your master if there is anything that we have embraced in our life that has become a stumbling block to our faith father we pray that you deliver us maybe we have embraced certain lies about our life that we will remain the same forever god help us to overcome those lives those lies in the name of jesus help us to overcome that in the name of jesus oh we worship you we worship you jesus oh we lift up your name ask the lord to strengthen your faith maybe just wherever you are just lift up your voices and tell the lord god strengthen my faith master strengthen my walk with you o lord let me walk in a deeper relationship with you every day help me to be dependent on you help me to stand against the plans of the evil one and god help me to be grateful for everything you've done given me a heart of gratitude master help me lord i pray help me lord help us lord we pray oh god thank you for reminding us this evening about standing firm in our faith thank you for reminding us oh lord help us to put this word into practice we believe that your plans and your purpose will come to life and our job in all of this is to just believe in you we believe you'll provide and you'll take care of our needs and our job is to trust in you put our hope in you help us lord we pray help us lord we pray we thank you for what you've done in our midst this evening thank you for speaking to us through your word loud and clear we pray that lord that even as we spend the rest of the evening help us to be reminded of this word help us to meditate on this word and check how our faith is today help us to build up our faith life help us lord help us to walk closer with you every day thank you pastor thank you in your name we pray in your name we pray amen